Come on in, everybody. The night. That's right, y'all. It's Christmas time. And I know y'all just heard a word from my sponsorship, so yeah. Y'all know we're going to bring it in a little live tonight. We're going to bring it in a little different tonight with a little Christmas music. Because it is Christmas. And that's how we're going to get down for Christmas, everybody. Don't it sound so beautiful? Don't it sound so beautiful before we get on the sports show live, y'all? Don't it sound so beautiful? I know I'm going to let this ride out a little bit. That's from my pastor, Mr. Neo himself. Welcome. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Riddle Sports Show. I'm Mark, a.k.a. The Vet, and y'all know how we do this tonight. Tomorrow morning is Christmas, and this is how we're going to play it out tonight on the Christmas live show. You know how we're going to bring the smooth sounds of Christmas into your hearts and souls today. Also, with a little sports edition of the day, everybody, this is how we're going to roll out, and this is how we're going to make it smooth tonight. And tomorrow morning, when y'all hear the show live tomorrow morning, this is how y'all going to hear it smooth tonight. This is going to be a smooth edition of the Riddle Sports Show. It's going to be a little short show tonight. Not going to be an hour long. It's going to be a smooth, short show. We're going to get into some things about, you know, a little bit of NFL, a little bit of basketball, you know, a little bit of this, a little bit of that, you know, make this smooth transitional phase into what we got going on for playoff talks. A little make it smooth a little bit. What you got into basketball talk? We're going to make it a little smooth. That's how we're going to ride this out. We're going to ride it out smooth. And I know I keep saying that, though, because of the fact that matters that right now, it's that Christmas time atmosphere. It's time to be live. It's that time to feel free. It's that time to feel joyful about something that's going on in the world today. And it's the time frame to feel thankful for you know, your family, your friends, and everything else that you got going on out there. So, you know, we're going to bring this in smooth tonight. Our first topic of the hour is, we might run an hour show tonight, y'all. I might even just feel the Christmas spirit a little bit, though. We might be running an hour show tonight. Y'all never know. <laughs> Hell, I might just run an hour. And I never know how I might do it, though. But we're going to run this thing. Marshawn Lynch just signed back with the Seattle Seahawks. Man, that is amazing to me. Man, that is something tremendous because that boy going to be on beast mode for real. <laughs> Man, that tells me something that, you know, Marshawn Lynch is ready to roll and he is ready to go. And he is here so that he don't get fined. It's coming back. And that, and that his press conference went just well. And we're going to hear a little bit from Marshawn Lynch in a minute. You know, I got to pull up his clip, though, from, from whatever. You know, he just did a post-live con conference. 
about how he feels being back on the team and whatever the case may be. It's him and Pete Carroll. They made a, a decision to come back and how the Seahawks playoff hopes can just be just that better going to the playoffs this year. And also, too, is how can Seattle be the team to beat now that Beast Mode is back on their team? And we're going to talk about this a little bit, though, because the fact of the matter is that Beast Mode ain't been on this team for two years now, two, three seasons now, ever since the last time that we saw Beast Mode in the Seattle Seahawks uniform. I believe that was the last time that they were in the Super Bowl. I believe that was the last time that they ran the wrong play, and everybody knows, everybody knows that it should have been a call running play, not a throwing play. And it was so detrimental to the game because that was the game-winning touchdown that could have put Seattle over the board, you know, that could have put Seattle in the driver's seat to win the football game against the Patriots. Brady would have never gotten his fifth ring Brady would have never got anything all going thing going forward. You know, I mean, he probably would have got another ring later on down the road, though. But at the same token of breath, though, is Brady would have probably never got that ring. Had Marshawn Lynch have ran it in there, and it was wide open for him to run it in there, but it it it, it was a pass that was dropped or picked off of one of them two. But we 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 not gonna go over back over that part. But Russell Wilson, even though. He was like, why are you calling a throwing play? And we're on the first and goal on the one-yard line. Why are we doing that, people? But either way, still, let's hear a little bit from Marshawn Lynch. Happy holidays. Merry New Year. Y'all have a great day. It's a great feeling to be back. And that was Marshawn Lynch <laughs> with the happy holidays and the same old Marshawn Lynch. He's back in beast mode mode. <laughs> he doesn't give you too much. He don't give you too less. It's just no questions asked to him. He, 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 it feels good to be back. That's all they're going to give you. That was a very short clip of Marshawn Lynch. And that's all you're going to get out of Marshawn Lynch. He, he's, he's a great running back, but in his running back days of being on a team, he only had eight touchdowns when he was with the Raiders. And they really didn't rush the ball that much. And they rushed the ball like 96 times with him. He had 96 carries with the Oakland Raiders, and he still didn't produce that much. Now, behind this front five that the, you know, Seattle can bring him, they know him from Buffalo. They know what he's capable of. They know what he can do. Been to two Super Bowls with him. Could have had two Super Bowl rings. Let me say that again. Could have had two Super Bowl rings. But at the end of the day, that one play cost them their Super Bowl. Cost them their second Super Bowl. Then the team just so roundly disbanded. People got hurt. People went, Richard Sherman went to the San Francisco 49ers. Russell Wilson was by himself. Carson was leading the team in rushing. Right behind Russell Wilson. 
it was like a dream story afterwards a little bit though but with the with this element of turban coming back potentially and with the, the with the playoff hopes in mind that you have a well-rested player on your team and it looks like he's still staying in shape though i don't i don't know we, we will find out this sunday if he stayed in shape or not can he get his legs well wet again can he still be the same beast mode that we all know and love we'll find out we, we would definitely find out like I said everybody you know th th this is something that that is shocking that just broke news last night this is something that is catching the eyes and the attention of a lot of people around the league right now because Beast Mode is back he is back and he's gonna be on top for a while if he stays with the Seattle Seahawks in my personal opinion I, don't, I think it changed the dynamic of the team. I think it takes pressure off of Russell Wilson. I think it takes the pressure and put it on the weight of a running back that can carry that weight and can take you up the field just like Carson did. But in the same token of breath, though, is I believe that we can shift gears a little bit better, and he knows the offense. He knows how this offense runs. How will you change it? How will you do it? Is the question. How will he do it? Is the question. Now, like I told y'all, this is not going to be a long show. This is not going to be a long, drawn-out show, but it might be. And we're still celebrating Christmas. You know what I mean? We're still doing our thing with Christmas. Christmas holidays is still here. And, you know, we, we, we that's all we're really looking forward to tomorrow and see what Christmas is going to really bring us and everybody going to give Christmas presents and surprises. Now for the live part of the show, how about them Cowboys? How about them Cowboys? Now that we're shifting gears a little bit to the Cowboys, how about them Cowboys? That's what I'm talking about, Cowboys. That's how you lose in fashion. That's how you lose in fashion. Because I was cheering you guys on to lose so badly that it made me listen to Skip Bayless in the yesterday morning. And I felt this anger. I felt this passion. I felt all the laughter that that Shannon Sharp had for him. And I just felt all that rage from him. I really did. I really did. I listened to the Undisputed yesterday morning. And I just felt how... All that pain and frustration that of a winning season went down the drain and tarnished. It just tarnished for the Dallas Cowboys. Now, their playoff hopes aren't just out the box just yet. They need the Philadelphia Eagles lose. They need to win against the Redskins. Which Washington is going to let them go. But I believe that Washington is going to play this game so hard, so ferociously come Sunday that they're not just going to hand them a win. Now, the last three games that I've seen the Washington Redskins play, they've been playing better football because they have nothing to lose. When you go up against a team that has nothing to lose but a second pick in the draft, because we have to lose, because if we win a game, it can change the whole draft. 
right now we have locked in the seed of the second overall pick in the 2020 draft. We have locked that seed in for right now. And with Cincinnati being the number one seed in the draft, it, it, it would change it just a little bit. It would change it just a little bit. While the Giants were out there celebrating their win, you know, Daniel Jones and Eli Manning were out there celebrating a win against us, you know, in typical fashion, getting drunk and everything else. We sitting at home chilling, drinking our booze, drinking our coffees, and waiting on the draft to come about. Because we know at this offseason period, we're cleaning house. But that's not the thing. That's not the thing here, people. We're not just going to hand Dallas this win. We're going to fight. We're going to claw. We're going to do everything we humanly possibly can to win this game. Now, we might not want to win, but we're going to try. Fly Eagles fly is what we need to hear come Sunday. Fly Eagles fly is what we need to see come Sunday. Because we need to see the Eagles do what they came to do best. We need to see them Eagles come out there and win against the Giants and Daniel Jones this Sunday to lock in their seat in the playoff hopes to knock out the Dallas Cowboys. Now, I know Carson Wentz is over there. He's struggling with no wide receivers, really. He only got, you know, one running back and a quarterback wide receiver that can go out there and ball out a little bit, though. But we 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 wait to see that. We'll wait to see that. But in all in overall perspective, man, would that be the biggest Christmas gift ever from the Philadelphia Eagles to the Washington Redskins if they could beat the Giants and knock out the Dallas Cowboys? Because that's all I want for the new year is the Cowboys to be sit at camp, sit your ass down and take a beer or take some coffee and just sit your asses down. On the same couch we're sitting on. And let them Eagles go fly and lose in the playoffs. Because there's nobody that I would love to see. Else I would love to see this year. In the playoffs. Than the damn Eagles. Because my season of the Washington Redskins are done. They've been done for a while. When we had another playoff hope to come back. We lost it. But that's okay. That is okay. This hot streak right here is going to lead us into getting Chase Young. And this will change the dynamic of the field that we play on because we're going to have new ownership. I mean, not new ownership, but we're going to have new president come next season. We're going to possibly have a new GM come next season. This is all I want for Christmas. And Mariah Carey... <laughs> As beautiful as she is, she could tell you all I want for Christmas is a Dallas Cowboy loss, and that is it. And it wouldn't make me feel—it wouldn't make me feel any different if I seen the Cowboys win, and and see all these and as Stephen A. Smith say, best these nauseating Cowboy fans out there in the world, and I love this gift that he gave them, which was nothing. Yesterday afternoon, well, yesterday morning when I was watching the first take, he gave him a present for of nothing but coal. 
Well, actually, it really wasn't nothing in the box anyway in the first place, but it was still funny as hell to me because I sat there and I laughed so hard when I seen what the present was when it came out the box. It was nothing. There's no playoff hopes. There's no Lombardi. There's no NFC NFC East championship for you guys this year. It's been locked by the Philadelphia Eagles. There hasn't been a back-to-back champion in this division for a while. Now, I will hope and pray that the Washington Redskins can go out there next season and try to potentially take it next year. But with Jason Garrett in mind, your career in Dallas might be over. But we'll talk about later, later on down the road on the next show that we have. Because I'm not going to draw this show out too long. And I'm not going to draw the show out too wide because of the fact of the matter is that Nobody wants to hear all about sports on Christmas Day. We want to watch basketball games come about. We want to watch, you know, all the other stuff that's going on around the leagues today. And by the way, not to change topics is here just a little bit, though. But your basketball games that's coming on tomorrow will be the Lakers versus the Clippers. And we're going to talk about that game in a minute. Boston versus Toronto. Milwaukee versus the 76ers. Houston versus Golden State. The Pelicans versus the Denver Nuggets. We're going to talk about that in just a minute. And how everybody feels about that game. Because that's an 8 p.m. game. The Lakers versus the Clippers round two. And I'm ready to see that game. And I'm ready to see how the Clippers and the Lakers. How the Lakers answer to the Clippers. After they beat them in the game one. Of their first meeting together. I'm waiting to see how that goes down. I'm waiting to see how that plays out this year. Because they got two more meetings to go. And I'm waiting to see who's going to take this crown of the best of L.A. But back to the back to the topics at hand, though, here. We have just crowned a new fantasy football league winner. And he will later on have his little take of his celebration speech. Right now, he's off celebrating. I know he is. I know he's... He's taking his celebration. He's taking his glory and fame this year. The Rilla Sports Show's annual, third annual Fantasy Football League was this year. And for those of you all that don't know about it, it will be one next season. And we're going to continue with the same trend that we're going on for this season, for next season. But for right now, for our third annual Fantasy League Football League, Mr. Brandon has won this year's Fantasy Football League. And we can all congratulate him, you know, for winning. You know, that that is that is something that is positive out there. I didn't he came back from struggling at the beginning. He moved his way into the top pick in the championship round. He moved his way and moseyed his way on in there. By getting a couple W's back to back to back to win his position into the fantasy league. A lot of people were hoping that they were going to win it, but they didn't win it. He went up against a very good team, though. You know, this team was stacked. He had a a pretty good chance of losing this league, though. But the heavy hitters came out on top. They are the champions. And... It was a wild run. It was a great run. He went up against Jay Simba, 
who was third who was ranked third in the playoffs this year and Brandon was ranked fourth so the underdog season came about this year and in second place would be Howard the you know the southeast gangster came in third and uh, second place the cold killers came in third place this year of course Cameron in fourth place this year was Mr. Tw- the Mr. 2019 and of course I came in eighth place this year don't know how but that is what it is the DC Bandits came in ninth place this year I mean actually I'm sorry they came in sixth place this year following behind the returning champion came in fifth place this season so to shake that all up it was only eight teams maybe next year it might be 12 we don't know or it might be 10 we never know but this year's fantasy football league didn't go anybody's way this year. It was a lot of injuries in the in the in the NFL this year. A lot of teams didn't even get a lot of players didn't even get a chance to play this year because they was put on IR. I know my team didn't go the way it was supposed to go. So I mean, hey, at the end of the day, I just picked the best team that I possibly could pick, and my team went out there and fought hard, and they just didn't win. So I had to go to camp, sit your ass down too, because I missed the championship round for the third year straight. This year, I don't know how I did it, but I came in, you know, last place, and that, that and that's okay. That is okay. That means I got to pick a better team next year. That means I got to go back to my drawing board and pick a best team for next year. But that is okay. Congratulations to Mr. Brandon for winning this year's fantasy league football, and we'll play his audio of his ceremonial speech that he wanted to give out to the fan base on the next show or whenever he can give it to me, you know, whenever he's ready for his speech to come live on the show, he can come give his speech and we'll ask him a bunch of questions. Cause he is an Eagles fan, by the way, everybody. So this show that fantasy, that's part of the show was dedicated to him. And well, hopefully he listens to the show later on down the road or whenever he can, that he knows that we gave him a shout out that he won this year's fantasy football league. All right, moving right along. We're going to move right along here, people. Has Mr. Snyder lost control as an owner of his stadium and his team? To answer this question, you must think that yes, he has. Seats are not filling up no more. People are buying people aren't buying product. People aren't buying food. People aren't buying beer. People aren't doing a lot of different things that they're supposed to do. And it, it, it it's sad. It's sad because where you're supposed to be the owner and you're supposed to be making all this money, your team is falling. Where you're talking about now just firing the president of the team. The team has failed. So, where can you go from here? Can you change this around next season and bring back the the, 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 the proud team that we know and love? Or will it be the same thing come next year? 
that we all know and hope for next year. Dwayne Haskins is hurt. He's hurt this year, and he fell down this season because of due to a high ankle sprain, so he would not be making the final appearance this season. Case Cannon will be making the final appearance in this in this year's game against the Dallas Cowboys. Again, he didn't produce anything the first time, and didn't. And hopefully, he could produce something this time, Frank, because he's a little hungry. But we'll talk about that later on down the road on Friday. We'll talk about that on Friday. But for right now, let's talk about Mr. Snyder. Ticket sales ain't so hot this year. Ticket sales is is down the drain. And it's due to poor ownership. It's due to this town being the hottest ticket prices everywhere. And now you can't even see nobody at the games no more that wearing the red skin colors. You barely see them now. There's barely people coming to the game. The fan and this article that I'm reading right now, it says this: the fans aren't gone completely. The paying crowd on Sunday, the last home game of the season, and the divisional showdown with the New York Giants is sixty-six thousand and eighty-three people, meaning only a fifth of the stadium seats are unspoken for. So you can, so you can, for an example, find how long of a line for sale pretzels for stale pretzels at Johnny Rockets, one of the very few concession stands left open to service the spark the the sparsely populated upper deck. But to make it, but make the mistake of asking a guy hawking Redskins and Giants beanies outside of FedEx Field, which one he had sold more of. And you'll get a look like he thinks he knows you haven't been paying attention. Giants, he says. Take a look later at the stadium's distinctly blue-tinged lower bowl and you will know he's right. Gulp. It was filled with more Giants fans at FedEx Field this, this week than it ever has been. Eagles took over last week. Cowboy fans gonna take over this week. Do they really care? No. Is anybody in fear of this stadium anymore? No. But the best way to get an owner out of out of place, stop buying tickets. Stop buying food. Stop buying merchandise. That's the best way you can get the owner out of the business. That's the best way you can stop the owner from being an owner. But we have failed to realize this as as we grow as a team, as as a, as a as a as a fan base. Stop buying merchandise. Stop it. Stop buying stuff at the stadium. If you really truly want this person gone, stop buying season tickets. Stop being season ticket holders. Stop doing it. It, 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 it. If you really want Daniel Snyder to really feel how the fan base feels, oh, he's feeling it now. Oh, he's definitely feeling it now. Because his Christmas gift didn't come this this year for Christmas. He didn't make them mega millions for like he wanted to this year for Christmas.
He ain't singing this song for Christmas this year. He ain't singing that song this year for Christmas. He's singing another song and another tune. If this is my last chance to win you are win you guys' hearts over for next season. If we don't turn this season around, if we don't turn this team around come next year, we need to let them hear it. We need to let him hear it. I'm sorry, but, you know, people don't want to work for this man. It shows because you you can't get the upper decks filled. So you're taking out seats up in the upper deck. People are taken away from this team. Not only just because of the, the team sucks, but also because of the name. Redskins. Even though we got blessed by a Native American to say that, you know, to break the curse in D.C. But that wasn't enough. The curse is still here. And it's going to be still on this team. Got to change the scenario. Got to change the topic here. Got to get, you got to break the barrier between these two teams, this team. You got to do something different. You got to change it up. If you don't change it up, we're going to fail. Every year, every season, we're going to fail. If we don't get a new president that knows what the hell he's doing, we're going to fail. And we're going to continuously fail. And we're going to continuously do everything wrong because we don't have a person that knows what he's doing. That's sad. But we're going to switch a little topics here. I'm going to save some of this conversation for Friday's show and how we're going to work that out for Friday's show. You understand what I'm saying? We're going to save a little bit more of them topics for Friday because I need another opinion on that. Like I said, this show ain't going to be too long, everybody. I'm not going to keep y'all here too long because I don't want your Christmas, you know, just hearing about sports and real talk. Well, actually, I do, but you know how it is. And then on... If you guys listen to the next show, I will be introducing something into the next show for you guys to for you guys to buy products for the next show. There's going to be some new things coming in for the next show, new products coming in for the next show. And I want you all to be listening out for that on the next show to see how you can get your product sent to you and how you can get your stuff sent to your place of residency or you can come or you can pick it up however you want to do it. But there will be some new stuff coming about come this Friday. We're going to be launching that this Friday. All right, let's get into the Battle of L.A. Shift the little gears here for the Battle of L.A. And this is where we're going to end this topic at. We're going to end the show at right here for the Battle of L.A. and the NBA. I know I was going to talk about a little bit of playoffs this time frame, but, though, but I'm going to say that for Friday once we get a real clear-cut decision on Who's going to make the playoffs this year and how we're going to see the playoff teams go for 2020. The Battle of L.A. is coming at 8 p.m., everybody. We all waiting to see. We all waiting to see what Kawhi Leonard is going to do. We waiting to see what LeBron James, how he's going to answer back as the king of L.A. Or is it Kawhi Leonard that's the king of L.A.? We're going to wait and see that one because they're playing in. Well, of course, they're playing in the same arena. Of course, they're playing in the same place. So they're both at home. But the home team for this game right here is, will be the L.A. Lakers this game. The Clippers was the first. The Lakers are the second. 
and I'm waiting to see the Battle of LA. I'm waiting to see what Paul George and Kawhi Leonard are going to do with these with these Lakers. I'm waiting to see what Anthony Davis, who's going to return back to the Lakers this week. I mean, tomorrow night and play against the Clippers tomorrow night. I'm waiting to see what this LeBron James locomotive is going to do against Kawhi Leonard and Paul George and the Clippers. It's going to be a hell of a game to watch. And if I had to guess it, this is going to come down to a final show. This is going to come down to the last points of the game. Who is going to come down to the last two minutes of this game? Who's hungry more? Is LeBron James hungry or is the Clippers hungry? We'll find out. But if I had to take my guess, you know I'm going with my Lakers to win this game. And I think it's going to be a my margin of five points or more. Because, see, you can't really bet on a basketball game because you never know how it's really going to start. It's going to start, if it starts funny, it can end funny. But if it starts smooth, and both teams are competing, really competing, competing. We might see a showdown at the end in the fourth quarter in the last two minutes. We'll find out who's hungry. And we'll find out who's not hungry. But the point differential is two points for the Lakers. A 22-point margarine for the Clippers. We're going to see who's going to take it. Who's hungry? Is the Lakers or is the Clippers? Battle LA, baby. I'm waiting to see it. And are you? Then you got the next game that's going to come up here. Joel Embiid versus Giannis Antetokounmpo. You know, Embiid is putting on a show this year. Embiid is playing like he's never played before in, in years past. And can Embiid dominate Giannis Antetokounmpo come this year? I'm waiting to see it. Waiting to see how that grows, how that plays out. Giannis is averaging 31 points, 31-12-5 a game. And a steal a game. Two steals a game, maybe, if that. One block a game. And B comes in 23 of 12 and three assists. Got to see. This game is going to be, this game right here. Is the tone setter. Because I know these two teams are going to make the playoffs this year. And I'm waiting to see who's going to tear it up in the playoffs this year, next year. I'm waiting to see it. But, got to wait on it. But if I had to pick a team to win this game, I'm going with... I'm, I'm going to have to pick the Philadelphia 76ers in this game. I think Joel Embiid is going to dominate Giannis Antetokounmpo. But Giannis is on a whole different page, though. Don't get me wrong. He's on a whole different page. He's on a locomotive page that he can just dominate anybody this year. Because he wants that championship ring. He's hungry for it. He desires it. And ain't nothing stopping him from getting that championship ring this year. He's hungry. The best of the, the, best of the East Coast versus the fifth place team in the East. This East, these two East teams where we all thought the East was dead a couple years ago is back alive again. It's nothing standing in no player away. LeBron James has moved out of the East and moved to the West. Where all they have in the what they used to have in the West was the Golden State Warriors, and they haven't won anything yet. They're at the last place of the division. They're in the last place in the conference. 
Let's see. My money's on 76ers. Just take one game. And then, since it's a home game, that might give them a little hope, a little joy. Get the fans something of a gift. And that's where I'm going to end my show at today, everybody. I got to end it on a good note. It's Christmas time frame, everybody. I want to wish everybody a Merry Christmas, all from the Riddle Sports Show staff and everybody that's present. I want to wish y'all a, a happy, safe travels if you're traveling right now. I want to wish everybody, you know, a happy new year. I want to wish every well, not just a happy new year just yet, because we're going to get to New Year's Day, because we're going to be live on New Year's Day. But I really want to wish everybody a Merry Christmas. Happy Kwanzaa, Happy Hanukkah, and whatever else you celebrate. Merry Christmas, everybody. And to take us out will be the lovely Mariah Carey doing what she does best, everybody. So we'll see y'all Friday on the Riddle Sports Show, everybody. I'm Mark, a.k.a. The Vet, and you've been listening to the sounds of the Riddle Sports Show. Mariah Carey, take us out. Like I said, everybody, it's Christmas time frame. I'll see y'all on Friday. Peace.